Rocky Nash Podcast. I'll never be more loved Come on. Than I am right now. Start out with some good vibes. Up, so there's nothing I can do to let you down. It doesn't take a trophy to make you proud. Everybody. I'll never be more loved than I am right now. How amazing is that song? I swear, like, I just, I know music is the most powerful thing on earth, galaxy, universe. Music is so powerful. So I always tell people to be, be careful. Be careful of what you listen to. I mean, I know some songs and some music, like, if I hear, like, an old song, like a Master P, TRU, some No Limit Soldier, uh, make you sing, uh, na 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 na. Only old fools get that, but this is an old fool podcast. But some songs take me back to like a PTSD, where it takes you back to a place where, uh, like, are just, you know, it just, it brings back, it could be, it could bring back good memories, but also some bad memories. It just, music that you, music is so powerful. Another day on Wrathful Boys, we're just, um, I was going through some things, some feelings, um, and I don't mind. Like it's weird. I don't mind being emo sometimes. Now I, I hate that word emo. Emo just sounds weird. When I think of emo, I just think of like black nail polish and black, like kind of like gothic, like gothic. Um, but emo, I, I'm, I'm assuming emo means like short for emotional. I'm guessing that's what it means. I just think music is so powerful. So like every morning, and you guys know, every morning, you know, when I'm at the gym or driving my car, I love to play worship music. I just, it sets the tone. It's good. It's just good music. It's positive music. It puts me in a, a good mindset. But anyways, the other day on Ralphful Boys, I, I was in my feelings a little bit. And I was playing like some, like some, um, some sad music, just some sad music. And, and the people that were on, they're all oh, play this song, play this song. And I ended up getting a really good playlist for some sad ass music. And there's, there's some like, 
And if, if you go to my playlist, my playlist is heavy on some heavy with some like, just some really like sad ass songs. Tony Braxton, Unbreak My Heart. Even Rad Carey, Breakdown. Of course, I have a Dow and Sam Smith. Um, Diana Ross, Hank. This is this song right here. I'm going to bang it out real fast, but this song puts me in some type of mood. It's really good. Check this out. <laughs> this song bangs. Hey, this is the kid for this. I don't want it. I don't want it. If there's a remedy, I'll run from it. From it. All the time. Now that's a banger right there. That's Diana Ross, Love Hangover. This isn't like a, I'm just giving you examples of some music that I was playing the other day. It's just really good. This is my song right now that I play to my chick who's not my chick, and it bangs. I know, I know you guys know this song. I know this is the, I know my podcast is an older crowd. This is not a karaoke podcast, but I'm just saying, telling you what I went through. Must have been love. Shout out to my chick who's not my chick. But it's over now. Here we go, guys. Check it out. It's going to pick up right now. Check this out. This is where, this is the chorus right here. Come on. I close my eyes. Oh, come on, bump it. Here you go. Here you go. If you're singing the chorus, sing. Come on. It must have been love. So I'm just saying my playlist for like some sad love music is the shit. And I think music these days can't even compare to some 80s like love music. Like not even a not even a little bit that this new generation. I don't even, like I feel like this generation doesn't even know what love is. Like they don't even know what love is. And I always say it like love is a very, very powerful emotion. It's a very powerful emotion. And with that being said, I don't think um I don't think love is the most powerful and supposed to be, but like just hear me out a little bit. I don't feel like love is the most powerful. It's very powerful, but I don't feel like it's the most powerful emotion that we have. And what's more powerful than that? What's more powerful being in love? Well, let me tell you. And I'm not speaking for me. I'm, 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 I'm definitely in a good place. So I'm just, I'm just saying an example. But hear me out. Hear me out. Um, a heart, a heartbreak. 
is probably the most powerful feeling that a human being can ever, ever feel. Like being heartbroken is the most powerful feeling a human can get. When you're heartbroken, you don't want to get out of bed. Um, um, people go through suicide um, thoughts, depression. Like you're, you're just, you're out of your element. It's not you. It just takes, it takes you to a dark, dark place. And I know some of you been through that. I feel like somewhat, I mean, there's some of you that are really lucky and you found like a high school love. Like, so like my parents, I guess, like you found your high school love and like they, I feel like my parents never, as far as love wise, I'm not saying like, like losing a lost one, like, you know, your mom or something like that. But, um, I'm saying as far as like love in a relationship, I, I feel like my parents, they never experienced that. So it's hard to like, uh, for my brothers, my sister, or any of us, like can't, they can't really associate with us or talk about it with them. What's going on? Cause I feel like they don't know what it's like, but I know most of us, like 90% of us, um, actually been through that, you know, through the heartbreak and, um, some people never make out of, out of that. I mean, those people, I mean, we, I, I don't know anybody personally, but, there's people out there that actually like, you know, they uh, end their lives because they feel like they can't live without their loved ones, which is it's mind blowing how people go that deep and that dark where they feel like I just can't live without, you know, my girlfriend or, you know, your boyfriend or, your, you know, it just it's in, um, insane. It's the same. But anyways, um, this is this isn't a definitely not a uh, breakup, makeup, love, heartbroken podcast episode. I did want to get back into, and by the way, it's me by myself today. I'm going to start doing more and more by myself once in a while. You know, we'll have bubs come on. You know, like I said, she has a busy schedule. Novels all over the place. So um, I'm not, I'm not going to really count a novel for um, this podcast. Um, it's going to be mostly me. I like I like doing it by myself. I, I really enjoy it. I feel like I'm more myself when I do it by myself. Um, as far as podcasts, I mean, you guys are being perverts out there thinking the other shit. So, um, I, I enjoy doing these podcasts one-on-one with you guys, but I gotta, um, I want to, I want to go back, um, years ago. I mean, years ago, I want to tell an old story about some homies I know. Um, and maybe some, some of us can relate to this as far as hating or, just different things. Uh, I want to tell an old story, but before I get into the stories, I, I'm gonna take a small break, or fat, a small, just one banger commercial break, and want to get into the stories right now. This episode is brought to you by Apish Premium Cannabis Brand. Follow them on Instagram at apish underscore og. Website www.apish.com. Let's go ape shit. And we are back. We are back. I just want to take a little commercial break before I get into the story. Um, 
With this story, I don't want to get so much into detail. I mean, details, yeah, but I can't really say the names or what neighborhood I'm talking about. Maybe later um, you'll figure it out, uh, what I'm talking about. Maybe you guys heard the story or maybe not. Um, anyways, there was a hood and it was a pretty decent sized hood. And they, they, they didn't get along with some, obviously, some, you know, if you're a hood, you, don't, you have rival gang, rival gang, you're an Amiga. They didn't get along with this gang, pretty much. And they, they always wanted, they always wanted like a leader, like a big homie to call shots for them. They just never had. So all the little homies and all the homies are like, man, we need like, we need homies to have the keys. We need a leader. Um... Now there's some big homie without saying his name. We'll just call him. Uh, we'll call him G. He controlled every neighborhood. If you know what I'm talking about, this guy controlled all the hoods. His name was G, and they asked him, "Hey, like, we need a big homie. We need somebody to call shots." He's all, "Why? Why do I need to give you a bit? like, homie? Just ask me. I got you." I'll take care of it. But they cried and complained and said, no, 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 no. We need somebody for, from our own hood, from, from our block. Like, we want somebody, one of us, to call shots. G was like, all right, you know what? I'll give you one. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll get you, like, like I'll, I'll get you a, a, a big homie dog. Like, I'll, I'll get you one. He got him one. It was a, it was a, it was a homie named, uh, let's call him Saul, some guy named Saul. He go, all right, man. This is your big homie now. He's calling shots for you guys. And Saul was putting in work. And when I say like he was putting in work, because he, he's, he's a shot caller now, but he was putting in work, bodies on bodies, straight banging. One day, G, the homies, homies of all homies, G goes, Saul, check it out, dog. Like, check it out for Need you to do me a bottle. I need you to do me a favor real fast. Saul's so like, yeah, like, like, homie, got you. I got you, dog. What's up? I need you to go to this, um, you know, our enemy. I need, I need you to go to the um, this hood, and um, I need you to do more than, you know, get a body for me. I, 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 I need you to do more than write on the walls. It needs to be more than that, dog. Like. Like straight up, fool! I want you to go. I want you. I want you to kill everybody in that hood, not just one person, not this. Not, I, I want everybody. And I'm talking about highness too. Yeah, you guys are tripping out right now, huh? Yeah, I'm talking about highness too. I need you to get everybody in that hood, straight up. Saul so was like, "All right, like I got you. Like I'll, I'll take care of it. I, I, I'll take care of it, G." I'll take care of it. Straight up. He goes over there and um he doesn't do what G pretty much toy. Did he get some bodies? Yeah, he got he got bodies. Like, but he went more like he's seen like he ended up jacking fools instead. Like he took their jewelry. I'm talking about chains. I'm talking about a, he took a lot of stuff for selfish reasons. And he didn't. It wasn't about taxing anybody. It wasn't about like taking um taking their wealth it was straight up like hey we need to make a a statement everybody's a you know everybody needs a go dog everybody needs a go he didn't do it comes back g hits him up told him straight up straight up ace 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 saw like 
I didn't ask, like, you didn't do what I told you to do pretty much. Tells him. And, and G, like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't make mistakes. Put that way. He don't make mistakes. You're not going to tell him he made a mistake. But he tells Saul, like, hey, man, like, straight up, like, fool, I, I regret making you, I, I regret making you a, a, a big homie calling, I, I regret giving you the keys to the hood. I regret it. Straight up. Years later, I mean, he didn't take the keys from him. He, he's still, um, you know, Saul's still doing it, still banging, still putting work in. People are just idolizing him. Like, not idolizing, but like, they respect him. They respect the homie. Like, okay, this fool, he's with the business, obviously. But, you know, years later, they have um, the rival gang. They have some, um, some straight killer fool on the team. Um, this fool, he's, um, he's a big fool. Like, I mean, he'll bomb on you. He'll smash you like he sees you. Like, and everybody knows about this guy. Everybody knows about this guy. And um, nobody could take him down. He just, um, he's a... He's a, I mean, he's a, I mean, he's a sight to see. He's a sight to see and is what it is. And, and, and there's some brothers in the neighborhood, um, you know, from, uh, from Saul's hood. And, um, you know, they're not really, they're not too famous. I don't know how much work they put in, but, you know, there's some, they're in there. But they have a little brother. Um, I think a little brother's named Little D. Little D. Um, and if, if you've seen Little D in person, like straight up. If you seen Little D in person, you would say like, I wouldn't say you would say he's gay, but the way he moves, you know, like, you know, some people move in a, in a certain way and you go, oh, like, like that fool's kind of, he's kind of feminine a little bit. Like, the fool sings, fool plays a flute, fool, like, he writes, he writes, um, he writes poetry. Put it this way. He's definitely in touch with this feminine side. He he wanted to get in the hood. He wanted to gangbang. They told him not. Nah, fool, like you're tri fool, you're tripping. You're not. You're not. You're not getting put on. Like you're not gonna get put on. And uh, at the same time, like even the way the, the way he moved and everything, he, like he still wasn't a punk. You couldn't punk him. You couldn't bully this guy. Like don't let don't let his singing fool you. Don't let his poetry fool you. The way he walks and talks. Don't let that fool you. I know a lot of us do that. We see people and we, and right away, we know we just categorize them and we kind of like, okay, this fool's that, you know, we measure them up and that's that. And, um, and you'll be, uh, you'll be kidding yourself if you thought, thought about my little D. So little D goes, you know what? Like, I'm going to go after that, that fool that's putting work in the local gang, the rivals. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get that fool. Goes in the streets, go to the um to the hood. Fools are fools are like, what are you doing here, dog? Like, like what are you doing here? Don't trip. Goes over there, ends up seeing that fool. Kills him. He doesn't only kill this guy. Little D makes a statement. Chops his head off. Chops his head off. So after all this, fools are like, damn, little D, damn. Straight jock. Now they're jocking little D. Jocking little D, and little D gets put on. Little D's putting work in. I'm talking about putting work in, putting work in. Bodies on bodies, banging and banging, doing his thing. He's a, now he's a local celebrity. He's a hood celebrity. 
Fool started making songs about this guy, about Little D. Started making rap songs about this fool. Just talking about him. Just, you know, talking about how many people he killed and so on and so on. So at this point, Saul, and they're from the same hood. Saul Loki hates on, he hates on Little D. Straight, straight hating. Hating. Because, he, you know, he heard the songs, you know, about Little D's. Or what? Like, there were songs about me, but not like this. Just hating because Saul's supposed to be the man. And Saul's older. And this, is the thing, this is the thing. Like, Saul's older. He's definitely older than Little D. So Saul's son, Saul had a son named Jonathan. I didn't call him Johnny. Um, and Johnny, that was that was straight Little D's best friend. Big, that was his homie. His that was his, that was straight his crime partner. And they're having dinner one day, um, you know, at the pad, Jonathan and Saul and they and Saul and John are getting a big argument. And Saul's like, you don't take that fool's side over my side, fool. Like, what? He's like, that's a homie. Like, like, why are you tripping for pretty much? And Saul pretty much said, get like get out of the pad, fool. Like, you're done. Like, you know, I'm some I'm hate for it. And you know, we see that a lot. And even these days, we see that like you've been all this shit and blah blah. Like somebody's gonna hate on you no matter what. Even if you're on the same side and you had the same goals. People are going to hate on you. And that's what Saul was straight doing a little D. And Saul just had enough straight up. Like Saul had enough. And even though like little D heard that Saul wanted, wanted to get him, you know, pretty much want to kill him. We just, he heard all the rumors and gossip about like this fool, like this fool don't like you dog. Like homie, this fool, he, he, he wants to get at you. Even hearing all these things, little D never hated on that fool. Never. He, 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 he respected the homie. Like he never badmouthed him, never tr you know, never talked behind his back. He held his composure, which is crazy. Cause most of us, we were like, nah, fool, that fool, like you know, like F F that fool, that fool's a hate. Like you know, you, you you like just most of us gonna hate back on some real shit. We're gonna hate back on that fool, and um, it ended up going where Saul put a hit on that fool, straight put a hit, put the light on that fool, and um. When Little D heard about it, like Little D had to leave the hood. She had to leave the hood and pretty much almost going hiding because now like all the homies that, that he thought they were, he thought they were his homies. They wrote songs about this guy. He thought they were his homies. But once, you know, once you get that, um, you know, your name's on that piece of paper, all of a sudden they ain't your homies no more, right? Some of you know what I'm talking about. So the fool's, you know, he, he just he left the hood and his fool's after him. And he's after him. And little D's just tripping like, fuck, dude, I did all this? Like, honestly, like, I don't even think he said that. I don't even think he was complaining on some real shit. He's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta bounce. Anyways, down the line, I think they're at some restaurant or where, wherever. It don't really make a difference exactly where it was at. But Saul's there. He's kind of, it's kind of um, slipping. If I want to be honest, this fool was kind of slipping. He was um using a bathroom, um in a stall. And Saul pretty much always, you know, he carried like, you know, you carry your, carry your rag around, your blue rag, red rag, whatever color it was, and um it was just kind of hanging out in the stall. And little D sees it, and he goes, "Oh fuck, like that's Saul right there," and easily. Easily, little D could have just got him right there. Like, and obviously, little D, he killed before. He could have handled this fool like that and end his problems. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get at this fool right now. 
and then just end it. Instead, Little D grabs his um his bandana, just just gets it, dog, and he and he pretty much leaves. So little D, you know, he shows the homies. You know, he still had his homies too. And he goes, look it. And they're all like, why how come he didn't come he didn't fucking just kill that? How come he didn't kill that fool? He's all it's not I'm not allowed to. Like G G G blessed Saul with that position. And it's not my job to take care of him. Like G could take care of that if he wants. And other but it's not me. And it's crazy that little D had that much composure and patience and just and just didn't do it. And I, I don't even think his homies really understood how come, you know, they had that gang mentality. How come he didn't just end it right there? So little D end up seeing Saul. Told him, look it. Here's your bandana. I could I could have killed you, but I didn't. Because you're the big homie. Because G said you're the big homie. And I respect, I respect that too much. Like I never talked, told him, I never talked bad about you. I never did anything bad to harm you. I never did anything, but you put the light on me. You put the green light on me and you want to kill me. And I don't get it. Like I never done nothing to you, dog. Like I could have got you right now. And you know, and Saul goes like, you're right. Like you had me right now. And you could have ended my life. You could have you killed me like most people would. And you never did anything bad at me. And I still try to kill you like, like my bad. Like my bad, dog. Straight up. Like he just, he admitted his wrongs. Like my bad. Like I don't even, I'm hating on you for, I'm hating on you for no reason. He goes, when I'm done pretty much, dog, like this is going to be your neighborhood now. You know, as long as G, you know, gives it the okay and blesses it, like, you're going to be, you're going to be the homie, the big homie after all this, huh? Like, like, you're the big homie. Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, I'll take them to Garden Bar and Grill, located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. Anyways, there's so much more to that story. It goes on and on about that story. And maybe some of you caught on with the names as far as Little D, Saul, and G. Maybe you caught on. Maybe you guys heard that story before. Um, obviously, I I put it into my own my own version, more like a hood version. I uh, you know I changed up a little bit, but that's that's a Bible story in a hood way. That's um that's in Kings, the Book of Kings in the Bible, and we're talking about King Saul. We're talking about David, David's little D. And he killed Goliath, which is the, you know, the, um, that's the, the killer homie from the rival gang. And G is obviously God. So there's so many good stories in the Bible, people. There's really good stories. And um, I interpret it my own way, maybe for you guys to understand. But I'm talking about it. It's so, the Bible is soap opera. 
It's drama. And Kings is my favorite book. Kings is so good. And David does a lot of things. Little D does a lot of things after when he's king. King David and even his son Solomon did a lot of things. And it goes on and on. Um, there's some some good stories. I recommend the Bible to you guys for you to read and just understand what's going on. So, yeah, that's my little interpretation. Low-key slitting little Bible class for you guys. If you guys want to know more about that story, um, read Kings and the Bible. I wasn't going to do an episode today. I want to take a couple weeks off, but I decided to come in today and do one anyways. Some of you might hate this episode. Some of you might like it. I don't know, but I did it anyways. I hope I encourage you guys to read the Bible a little more. I think the Bible is amazing. You can interpret it your own way. Anyways, with all that being said, I'm going to play a song from Brian Trejo, who's one of my favorite. He's probably is my favorite Christian rapper. And this song, like, he's talking about his haters, but he loves them anyways. So, anybody, everybody, enjoy your day. Um... That's it. We're out. The greatest pattern and example that Jesus showed us. What he displayed at the cross. You remember when they spit on him? When they were hating on him? He said, forgive them for then I know what they do. Yes, he loved us anyways. He loved them anyways. The time that we despised them, the time we pushed them away. He said, I don't want your ways. I want to do my thing. He still loved us. I'm forever grateful for that type of love. God bless my enemies, my family, and my friends. Cause I know how to deal with you fake friends. Hey, you were fake now, like you were fake then. Yeah. They used to hate woo, they used to hate twin But I pray one day we can make a man Cause in the day of judgment we gon' both face him Amen, look I tell the truth of life, homie, two of life You can lose your life the way you choose to fight There ain't no rules at night, they let the shoot at night I thank God that my family got food and life Put my pride to the side, gotta do what's right I got my eyes on the prize, can't lose my sight I can't lose my sight because I'm cool with Christ And I know, yo Try to understand the easy fundamentals Look and don't be so quick to be so judgmental Nah, hey. And don't be so quick to be so self-centered Live resentful cause you act revengeful Hey, times are stressful cause you live regretful I know, love, hey. Cause the love is a sin, a sentimental and gentle, my lord, yeah hey. I'm a special vessel, man, a righteous temple, uh-huh It ain't coincidental, man, an accidental Took this instrumental, made it monumental And I ain't gon' stop until my heart resemble yours I see not a hate on you So I know they gon' hate on me I see not a change on you So I know they gon' change on me Yeah, 
Hey, do you love the one that you leave? Do you love the one that you feed? And when you see him grieve, do you grieve? And do you reach out to him and do you speak out to? Do you help the one that's in need? And do you reach out to him and do you speak out to? I'm in a seat and down on my knees, yo. Sin, sick of sin, can't swim in sin, that's hidden sin, the hidden sin that you were dipping in, on my knees late night, not this again, I ain't selling no dope, nigga dividends, I ain't robbing no folks, hitting licks again, I'm a Christian man, man, I'm a different man, I got a different plan, you better listen fam, I say God, he got my back, and he protects and keeps me safe, and you can talk behind my back, but he gon' bless me in your face, see it's time to stay on track, on track like a chatter, choo choo train, yeah, and I ain't rapping for no likes, no hype, you can keep the YouTube. You were sitting in the house playing Xbox I was mobbing in the side with the tech lies We protected the block, we disrespected the cops Men were next to drop, whether we're death or not And I know, no, hey, that my soul was bad and so ghost I said, I know, no, look, that I need your Holy Ghost And I said, I know, no, that my soul was bad and so gross Don't ever let me go, my Lord, man, it's time to keep me close, yes I see nothing, hey, We gon' lie.